Hey everybody, welcome to MindRise. I am your host, Ian Philo. This podcast is designed to help find solutions to everyday mental blocks. Its goal is to provide you with the tools to rise and break through your own barriers. In the game of life, we can be our own worst enemies. I created this podcast in response to my own battles with my mind. Instead of sinking further down, join me to commit to a more positive perception of ourselves and those around us. Hello guys, welcome to the Mind Rise Podcast. I am your host, Ian Philo, and today is our 24th episode, and I am glad to be commenting on today the topic of how social media can make you cynical if you let it. And if you let it is in parentheses because this is a pretty important thing to talk about, in my opinion, because I think pretty much everybody struggles with it. As many of you have probably figured out already, one of my main motivators or motivations behind this podcast is for it to be a place for me to work out my struggles, setbacks, hardships, feelings in a healthy way. It's become a really amazing cathartic experience and it's just more than a blessing and I'm so grateful that I'm able to do this. Many of the things I talk about, I currently struggle with or have had battles with in the past. And really being able to have the opportunity to create and form my struggles into narratives that may help other people along the way, that's really why I do this and that's why I started the MindRise podcast in the first place. That goes the same for today's topic and all of the other topics that I've recorded in the past. Lately, I found myself spiraling kind of because of the overcompensation of social media lately due to this global pandemic that we're facing and dealing with. I'm sure this has been a lot of other people's narrative as well, especially if you're not working. After you get a set amount of tasks done, there is literally nothing else to do but just either sit around or sit on your phone look on the internet, go through YouTube videos, or go through social media. And I'm I'm sure that has been the case for a lot of people thus far. And when there is an overconsumption of social media, there's a few things that can happen. And one of them being, which is what I'm going to record, or which is what I'm recording on today and speaking about, is cynicism also similar to bitterness in a way. And uh, for those of you that don't know what cynicism is or what being cynical means, I'll sort of break it down for you. So being cynical or cynical, the dictionary.com definition for that is believing that people are purely motivated by self-interest And you're distrustful of human sincerity or integrity. And I think that's kind of interesting because basically it it just means that, that you don't trust people and you think all their motives are crap. And later on in the podcast, I'm going to differentiate, um, between skepticism and cynicism because they are different, even though many of you might think they're synonymous at, at this current point in time. I find myself dealing with this more often than not. One of the main reasons is because a lot of my friends who are single or in relationships 
and my inability to accept their happiness and that's definitely a me a me flaw sometimes and i'm sure all of us have have felt this at some point in our lives sometimes we just get really cynical that other people are happy or they're quote unquote perfect and that they're experiencing everything that you are not in the current moment. And that's really the catalyst for, for cynicism or being cynical. Today, cynicism, cynicism refers to doubt or disbelief in the professed motives of people, sincerity and goodness. And by extension, in social and ethical norms and values, it just kind of all gets thrown out the door when you're being cynical. This attitude is often accompanied by mistrust, scorn, Pessimism is definitely um, a close, angry sibling to cynicism, and others just kind of lose trust in humanity as a whole. And speaking on that, pessimism is a huge side effect of cynicism because it courses through your veins and it just overtakes you. When you become cynical, whether it's from looking at other people's lives or how happy they are, how put together they are, how they never get into arguments. It's definitely been a, a flaw that I've tricked myself with. Um, how people are always in the honeymoon stage if they're in a relationship. Their possessions, their house, their cars, their physical bodies. Um, you can go on and on and on and create an entire podcast episode on that. All of these things basically drive you into like a psychotic breakdown where you just almost want to be distanced from that person or just want to block them out because you're so sick of seeing how perfect their lives are. And the whole point of this podcast is really to combat that and not let yourself get to the point where you're wishing ill will or something negative upon someone else because of the way they present themselves. And I think it's also important to delineate and make clear that if following someone and their lifestyle isn't beneficial to your mental health at that current moment, it's definitely okay to unfollow them. Um, I don't, I personally don't think that is being cynical. I think that's making a healthy, logical choice for your mental health. And if you need to do that, then, you know, by all means, I guess what I'm trying to say is being cynical is more along the lines of purposely following people that make you feel some sort of way or make you feel bad and just filling your heart with like hatred and negativity and just that's all you think about and that's all you talk about. I think that is really the key at what I'm trying to get at. And I struggle with this so much at times, just like anyone else. I can adopt an attitude where it seems like the whole world is against me or the whole world's against me and my partner in the relationship I'm in or or that my failures are bigger than other people's. When I fail, I fail hard. When I have arguments, they're just the worst. And it, it kind of... Sometimes I think when you're cynical, it makes things amplified in such a way that you're the only person dealing with these and the magnitude of the or the degree at which you experience them is so much more intense than others and when i get into this headspace where i'm just really angry 
and cynical about how I view others or what I think their opinion of me is, I think that's all people remember about me. I get really kind of not self-absorbed, but so concerned about other people's perceptions about my life and um, my relationship. And it just literally, it's like mind control. It just sucks the life right out of me and it takes everything away. And I, I just get, I get uh, consumed by it, overtaken, absolutely um, controlled when when I let this feeling take over me. And that kind of segues into the fact that when you are bitter or you're cynical or you're letting these things control your life, you tend to get sort of hyper aware of other things. Um, what I mean by that is when you tend to get cynical about certain things, you can kind of get hyper aware, hypersensitive to the way other people view you or perceive you. Um, you think that the only wrong thing that you've done, that's the only thing they're going to remember. It's not the right things that you've done, but the wrong things that you've done. That's how people are going to profile you and label you. And I, I honestly think that it, that it just feeds into the consistent devil on my shoulder along with envy. Envy and pessimism, like these are all intercorrelated in a giant web. Even podcasting about this puts me into a vulnerable vulnerable position which is something literally very few people do my age or in general and that in and of itself is another thing that feeds in to my cynical behavior it's really hard sometimes to open up and be vulnerable with people when they're not the same amount of exposed as you are and um, you can start to be, you could start to, if you're not in the right headspace, start to form untrue or negative narratives about that person. Like, oh, do they think they're better than me? Or, oh, like I shared all this with them and they're just saying, yeah, oh man, that must be hard. Like, it's, I'm just finding more and more, it's just so incredibly interesting how the mind works, particularly how mind works in these situations where if you choose I think I want to say this, if you choose to be open and vulnerable with someone, you cannot have the expectation that they're going to be the same amount of vulnerable back. Because when you do, that is where the pessimism and cynicism leak in, and they overtake you, and they make you very hesitant to share things at all. I can share my problems and... Put myself in vulnerable situations i mean that's really nothing that i haven't done before um but i think sometimes what bothers me is when people act like their life is so hunky-dory and perfect and like i'm the crazy one and obviously that would bother anybody but really being intentional to myself and if any of any of um my listeners are experienced this but really being intentional not to let your mind just sink straight to envy or cynicism or just like oh man like I can't believe they just said that um really trying to see the best in everyone even if they don't have the same perception of the world as you and yeah I mean characters are developed in individuals through experiences depending on your experience it can have a, a vast array and a 
really significant amount of reasons as to why you react to certain things. So sometimes if somebody's cynical, I think it's important to recognize, or if they're displaying cynical behavior, it's important to recognize that they may have had something happen in their past. They may have had an experience in their past where something kind of confirmed their beliefs and it validated what they were feeling. So because that happened, they just have this negative view on the human race or Instagram influencers or a specific demographic of people, and it's hard. Of course it's hard. I mean, in a way, it's trauma, and there's always going to be a struggle when you're trying to heal from that. So it's not an easy thing to battle, but I want to encourage everyone that when you let this stuff overtake you, it just has, it really has no positive outcome at all. Like, there's no silver lining to this. There's no, there's just absolutely nothing good about letting your life be driven by cynical behavior. And, I mean, a, a friend of mine comes to, comes to, to mind, it just, for the sake of an- anonymity, um... Obviously, I'm not going to disclose names, but I think we all struggle with this, and we all face this, and when he was explaining some things to me about his struggles, and and just the language he was using, and then the way he felt, I could just see that his heart was hardened, and it really hurt, man. Like, it hurt a lot just to know that analyzing this stuff to the core, if we're really being... um if we're really being logical about this and breaking it down to like (laughs) the absolute basics this sort of behavior just makes you an angry person it makes you bitter it makes you see the worst in people before you see the better and at the end of the day that's no way to live and by all means it's okay to be skeptical and i'm going to delineate delineate and and explain the differences between skepticism and cynicism it's okay to be skeptical but when you're so cynical that your entire existence is built upon roasting other people or just seeing the worst in other people it's it's gonna deteriorate you and it's gonna be a really unfulfilling experience in the long run now going on to um like i said earlier in the podcast making or differentiating between skepticism and cynicism um, a skeptic doesn't believe anything without strong reasons, why is, which is why it also is associated with doubt, especially when something hasn't been experienced yet. So a skeptic is, they basically don't believe anything without strong reasons, so they need facts and logical reasons to back it up. Um, a, someone who's cynical is believing the worst of something or someone. Cynic believes that people are selfish and always, keyword always, act out of self-interest. I also want to make a distinction between cynicism and nihilism, if some of you might have heard that before. Um, nihilism is is maybe, maybe um, intercorrelated with all this stuff. It's the rejection of all religion and moral principles, basically the belief that everything's meaningless. So the reason I brought that up is I think people that are super controlled by cynical behavior can tend to be nihilist as well because if you see the worst in people and think they're always horrible and act out of self-interest then chances are you probably think there's no meaning to life and that 
religion and moral principles are pointless. Not to say that that's the case always, but sometimes these behaviors have some codependencies and other traits. And I recognize that all of this stuff is hard to deal with. And I think reframing this into such a way where we can com combat this stuff, um, people curate content for various reasons on Instagram, on Facebook, on Snapchat, either to tell a story, display art, promote a charitable cause, um, and we can't just automatically doubt their intentions and assume the worst in people because it's just not healthy for our own sake. Automatically labeling a person we see online as fake or narcissistic, I mean, yeah, it may be true, but really, what is it adding to your life if you just go out of your way to say that? Assuming the worst about someone, even a stranger on the internet, doesn't make you a better person. I think sometimes it kind of makes us more hypocritical if we're trying to really carry ourselves in a, in a professional manner. Social media builds this false insight that can definitely inflate our pride. And we realize that other people are only posting certain sections of their lives or snippets of their reality. And it's not the whole picture, yet we criticize them for not being real. It's it's really difficult because I'm sure everyone knows that everyone people are only posting their best. They're only showcasing their best. They're only displaying their best. So it's super easy for us to be cynical and just hate on them because they're not showing their vulnerability or being real. But at the end of the day, do we really blame them? I mean, we kind of do the same thing, just we might not have as many followers, so we're not as exposed and out in the limelight like they are. So it makes it better for us to do that? I think that's a question we have to ask ourselves. Each and every time we open up an app on our phone, whether you tailor your newsfeed or not, we invite the potential for feelings of jealousy, envy, and inadequacy into our day. If you felt good about what you were doing, and you were content, then post it. You shouldn't be so on edge about what you're posting and how you don't want other people to be cynical about you. I mean, you have to have some freedom. But sometimes it seems like that's not enough. It seems like we need the, we need the internet stamp of approval to prove that we are in fact having a good life, whether it's X amount of followers, influences, comments, etc. I'd really like to believe and I know no I know there's a natural goodness in all of us and in order to connect with other people we have to display that when we're saturating our culture in in shots of people being immaculate and put together and just absolutely flawless I think it kind of in a way perpetuates the the cynical behavior so I'm open to ways too I'm still trying to work through this but I think the thing the best thing we can do is definitely if it absolutely is abhorrent to you and you can't stand looking at it tailor your news feed and be very intentional about what you're looking at and if you still come across it try to let those feelings pass maybe ignore it but don't really engage in that behavior because it's not going to make you look any better and then you're just stooping down to their level in the first place and it is hard and sometimes all of us feel like we can't follow people whose lives are just too perfect all the time. It's tiring, it makes us irritable, and a combination of that just makes us become critical of ourselves, and 
There's a reason why depression and anxiety have skyrocketed ever since social media was unleashed upon the planet. So I think it's just a very interesting thing as our generation learns how to handle and tackle the good things and the bad things that are accompanied with social media. Just like a toolbox, social media is a tool. We can choose to use it the right way or we could choose to use it the wrong way. And follow people you want to follow. Curate your newsfeed. Try not to engage in hypercritical, cynical behavior if you come across someone else that you may not necessarily like. Just even in the midst of all this crazy stuff with the quarantine situation, just try not to spend so much time on your phone. And I, it's definitely speaking to me too, because I'm definitely guilty of that. I'm going to close with, with this. Do we think the internet is doing what it's actually set out to do? Do we think that it's helping us get closer to one another? Or do we think that it's creating a platform that brings out the ugliest side of us and separating people? Kind of a question I've been thinking about for a while. So I'm posing that to you guys. Thank you for listening to this podcast if you've made it this far. Really appreciate your support. Go ahead and follow philo.arts on Instagram to see... All the latest updates on the Mind Rise podcast and new releases on my YouTube channel. And I just wanted to say that I am really grateful that I've been keeping this up, hammering out episodes, beyond blessed for people that listen. At the And at the end of the day, that's what keeps me going. So thanks again, guys. Have a great day.